Hey everyone, this is Chris Posty Posterson, and I'm back with another Super Deluxe Special Edition episode of the Sleep With Me podcast. I'm working on my sleepy voice. I saw a few of you uh, discussing it on the Facebook, Sleep With Me Facebook group. Uh, thanks, thanks for being nice. In case you've just become a patron of the show, I usually help Scooter by editing, um, but once in a while he'll let me take a show that recently aired. I'll add some music and some sound design to it, and he'll release that as a super deluxe special edition show as a way to say thanks to everyone who's supporting the show. Okay, so welcome if it's your first time, if you're returning to these, welcome also. Let's get into another Super Deluxe Special Edition. For tonight's Super Deluxe Special Edition episode, we'll be joined by Scoot's beloved neighbor Ray as he takes us on a pool hopping excursion. I've added some sort of pool-themed sound design, some music that you'll kind of feel wash over you and it will ebb and flow. Ray will kind of ebb and flow. And hopefully that slow, poolside, sunny, turquoisey blue sound can help you get some sleep. Okay, hope this helps, and good night. Everybody. This is your friend Ray. Hello to the new listeners. Uh, I'd like to introduce myself. My name's Ray Perkins. I'm Scooter's neighbor and his friend. Uh, and his vacation partner, of uh, all things. Uh, and oh boy, did we have a trip recently. In, uh, I mean, the royal recently. Because Scooter likes to kind of keep a little bit of a private uh, lifestyle. And, he, you know, he doesn't even want to be, he, he said, hey, Ray, I would prefer if no one knew we vacationed together, so we could, but I said, Scooter, it's podcast material, you're the podcast boy. 
know, I would love to put it out there in the world because it is, and he said, you're right, Ray. There's nothing more podcasty than a weekend with you. And so, 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 but if you knew, hello, it's so good to be here in your ears. I'm your friend, Ray. And my, I love to say hello, hello, my friends, because I'm so glad to be here with you. But I, so I'm Scooter's neighbor. This is my second time being his neighbor. We moved from the east to the west, to the west to the east side of town. And, you know, I I happened to meet him when he was trying to avoid looking at me and talking to me. Uh, and I said, hello, hello, and we, we slowly, uh, you know, it's like, uh, how does, uh, how does the ocean become friends with an iceberg? And you, you know, you may have to think about that for a while, and you say, I don't know, slowly, that's how you do it, whether I'm, the, oh, I'm I mean, or maybe I'm a polar bear, I don't know if I'm the whole ocean. Uh, but becoming friends with Scooter does take a while, it does take persistence, uh, and there are some advantages to, to, to vacationing with Scooter because he's very, uh, he's not very flexible, but he can be flexible at the same time. And we do like the same sorts of things. Uh, and we, we both enjoy the details of things in, in very, in different ways, but it's nice. And tonight we're going to be talking about pool hopping, P-O-O-L hopping, or more strolling, pool strolling, I guess I'd say it, uh, not pool hopping, in Orlando. And we didn't hop or stroll as many pools as we had planned on it, because believe me, strolling pools is not as, uh, it, it, it takes a lot of energy. Uh, but we did stroll quite a few pools, and, and you know, the other pools I've been to, so I can always give you a review of those pools uh, uh, separately. And also, you want to talk about second chances and, and new ch- third chances and those things. Uh, uh, that those things exist as well, so those are all good things. And one of my places that I like to go, everybody knows, I like to go to the parks in Orlando and in Anaheim. And I don't like to weigh in on corporate matters, but your friend Ray has really taken a shine uh, to the Universal uh, Company. I mean, only the theme parks and the hotels. uh, I mean, I don't mean only. I mean, the films are wonderful. And you may have heard me talk about it, you know, because sometimes I forget what I've talked about on this show. But I know we talked about the Universal Tour in in Hollywood. And tonight we're going to talk about, now Universal, I guess I should give you some backdrop uh, so you have all the information you might need. Uh, But you you might say, because I'm not going to be talking about the theme parks, but of course I'll talk about them anyway and give you some context to why Scooter and I were there. And also, uh, what else would you need to know? Oh, my most important tips. And in this case, you'll get a couple extra tips at no charge. Uh, And especially those of you in the UK. I know the UK and uh, friends in Brazil, those are the, uh, the big tour groups that go to Orlando. Yeah, especially that spend a longer time. I know there's a lot of people in the U.S., especially the Eastern Seaboard, that go there. Uh, so don't, but don't worry. You don't need to listen close, actually, because I'm here to put you to sleep. Uh, but so I'll give you my t- hot tips right here now. 
and then even if you're asleep, you'll hear, you know, you maybe, like, uh, you'll, you'll find out about them anyway. Uh, so if you're going to a theme park, raise the number one tip, go there when it opens, before it opens to be exact, as a matter of fact. And so Universal has two parks, Universal Studios and Universal Islands of Adventure. And if you're going to go to them, look it up. When, you, you know, when you're planning your trip, you say, oh, okay, they open at 9 a.m. Or they open at 8 a.m. You try to get to the gate of the park. Now, this is going to be different for both parks. If you go into Universal Islands of Adventure, as far as I know, they don't have any early opening. So if it opens at 9, try to be at the gate at about 8.30 or through the gate uh, so that you can start riding the rides when the park opens at 9. If you're going to the Universal Studios one, now that's a little bit different because they open to the hotel guests at uh, 8 o'clock and then they open to the public at 9. Uh, so if you, I guess you still want to be there. I would say be there 45 minutes ahead of time if you're not a hotel guest. Uh, and if you're a hotel guest, you get there about, eight about 7.45 uh, to get in at 8 o'clock. Now for the hotel guests, they, they don't open everything. They only open... Uh, they open the, the Minions movie ride, sometimes a, a r r roller ride, the M-U-M-M-Y, and then everything in Harry Potter. Uh, oh, oh no, that's not Hogsmeade, is it? It's, uh, I don't know, Lon like uh, London, old London town, I think they call it. Uh, ho not Hogwarts. Hogwarts is in the Islands of Adventure. Uh, but it's Harry Potter... London, Central London, or whatever. I, I don't know. I, I, I honestly, you'd be surprised. Ray doesn't know the actual name of uh, uh, the park. But anyway, I'm not going to talk about the parks tonight. I will eventually do episodes about the parks. Uh, well, Scooter has a couple other things, he, options he's offered me uh, to do episodes on. Uh, but so. Well, oh, no, oh, a couple other tips. Now, when you, you're doing your budgeting and your pricing, Here's a couple other things to consider. Now, you may be going to the Disney parks and the Universal parks. You may only be going uh, to the Universal parks. For, I don't know. Now, if you're going to the Universal parks and you want to do, do, do most of the rides and shows, uh, I would say give yourself a, like somewhere between a day and a half and two and a half days. Uh, if you really want to do everything and redo the rides you like, you need about two and a half days, depending how busy it is. Uh, but there's a couple other things to keep in mind. One is that uh, if you, if one person in your party may want to buy an annual pass, now the pricing on that you got to do your budgeting, but it's usually a much better value than the competitors uh, at the mouse of the house with the mouse at it. And you're gonna see with the hotels and the the, uh, the the passes, it's much it's just a much better deal. I mean, Ray's gonna be honest with you. Uh, but if you get an annual pass from them, you could check out the savings you could get on the hotels they have. Now, Universal has their own hotels, uh, and most of the hotels in the past were operated by Lowe's, uh, but then they added another hotel called Cabana Bay which I don't think Lowe's operates. Uh, and then they're adding even more this summer. They're adding two more, and I don't know who's operating those hotels. Uh, but the goal would be that the hotels would cover all the price points with the newer hotels that are just about to open 
uh, being under like 100 or 125 under you know under that around a night uh, and uh, like for families and things uh, before that the cabana bay was uh, the most uh, reasonable priced hotel and i haven't stayed there in about a year and a half or two but uh, i've always had a great experience at that hotel and i've always found it to be pricing wise Again, I'm not pointing fingers, I'm just saying comparatively what you get at the Cabana Bay, the size of the room, the cost, uh, it is a much better bargain than you'll see with the, the, the competitors. And then, you know, the Lowe's hotels, they have a few, and I know Scooter and I have talked about one, but they have one called Sapphire Falls, they have a new one, Aventura, uh, then they have one called the Royal Pacific, uh, they have one called Portofino, and then they have the Hard Rock Hotel. I hope I'm not leaving any hotels out, I don't want to hurt any hotel's feelings. And when you're booking any of those hotels, check your annual pass rate to see if, okay, well, I'm going to save this much on the hotel, is that worth it to get the annual pass? You also get a little bit of a discount on food and merchandise. And again, I've seen that, that Universal, when you're in the parks, you, almost every place you can use your annual pass for a discount, I think maybe 10% off. Uh, there's other people where you go and you say, do you have an annual pass discount for this food? They say no. And I know at Disneyland that you get a great annual pass discount everywhere, so I don't know what the other, the, the, that other pop place is doing. Uh, the, they may have gotten too big for the britches and raised opinion, maybe. I don't know, I can't believe I'm hearing myself, but so tonight, so, okay, so those are some tips, uh, one other big tip, if it's in your budget, now this one you have to budget, and you have to, what you want to do is check your pricing out, and, and maybe choose your travel dates, uh, based on this pricing, and this will be a little bit more complicated, so Ray's going to slow down even more, and use his, his sleepy voice here. But so Universal has, uh, okay, so let me use the Disney model because then, then I'll transfer it over to Universal, even though I'm not sure it applies anymore. Disney used to have three kinds of hotels. Uh, they have the value resorts and the moderate resorts and the deluxe resorts. And then they have the vacation club, which is a timeshare that's a little bit different. Uh, but if we just use that model, value would be for a family. In, uh, in the past, uh, but like you'd say, okay, value, $125, not exactly a value to everybody, uh, but to me, to Ray, with tax, uh, that would be like an under is a value at the Vacation Kingdom area. Then your moderate would be above that, you know, in the 250 range, you know, from your 195 to your 300. Uh, maybe in peak season up to 350 or something, but that's a little, that's you know not easy to swing. You see, 350 dollars a night, I could stay at the W someplace, and I would say you're right, you're right. And then the, the deluxe for the Disney, you're talking big bucks. Uh, your friend Ray, uh, I don't know if I've ever stayed in one. I, I would like to with Scooter. We 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 talk about it. Now, Universal, they're actually kind of still figuring out what they're calling it. So I think they, they call it something different. And if you're looking at, like, the current model before this summer, 
uh, Cabana Bay would be considered the value. Uh, then Sapphire Falls is like a, a value plus. I think they even call it that. And then uh, the other three, Royal Pacific, uh, Portofino, and uh, Hard Rock are considered uh, deluxe or premier, maybe they call them. And uh, now when uh, the, the summer opens, I think it's called the Endless Summer Resort or Surfside something. Uh, when those open up, those will be the value. Uh, and then maybe Cabana Bay will be value plus. I would assume uh, Sapphire Falls would be a moderate. Now, when your friend Ray has been looking at pricing over the past couple of years, I usually find that Sapphire Falls and uh, Cabana Bay rooms are around the same price. Now, the big difference is that Cabana Bay, the rooms are a little bit bigger for a family. They're called like mini suites, I think you would call them. And what that means is they have two beds and a, a fold-out sofa. So for a family with, uh, you know, a family that needs that kind of bedding situation, it's a little bit more room. And I believe that the shower's in one room and the, uh, the commode is in another room. And uh, now this is the thing with Ray. This doesn't have anything to do with this, but I would say to the, who's the theme park that's going to come up with one and a half baths already? Uh, because I stayed someplace recently with more people, and I said, uh, this place could use one and a half baths. I don't need a whole bath. I just need a half bath right about now uh, while someone's in the whole bath. But anyway, so, oh, why, do, why am I telling you all this uh, Oh, because so the, the deluxe resorts at Universal, Royal Pacific, uh, what is that place called? Hard Rock and the Portofino. Uh, what they do offer, which is an unbelievable benefit, especially if you have two or three or four people staying in one room, is uh, you get this uh, Universal Express Pass. Uh, you get it for the night you check in. You get it for two days, so the day you check in and the day you check out, if you're staying for one night, uh, for example. And what this allows you to do is not wait in line. And it's very expensive to buy this, like maybe $100 or something, $75. So if you had four people staying in a room, that's a $300 value. And believe me, it's worth it, like not having to wait in the lines. You get to really go, not cut exactly to the front, but pretty close. And this does make it much less stressful, and uh, especially with traveling with younger k children. Uh, I mean, you might want to give them some life lessons about waiting in line. Uh, but, but here's where the kicker is. If you have the annual pass, you're getting a discount on the room. And believe me, Ray would, would not hear himself saying this. These hotels are all very nice. Uh, and by what I mean by that is, uh, okay, so let's back up. So the Sapphire Falls, is that hotel is not, you don't get the express pass there. Uh, but that hotel is very, very nice. For the price you're paying, when you look at comparative things in that area, it is a very nice hotel room, and I know we stayed, Scooter and I stayed when the hotel first opened, and it did not go well. Uh, but has that hotel recovered? And, I mean, we got a room for less than, uh, definitely, like, a much less than we would get it for a value room at another, uh, another theme park. 
and the room is nice, the towels are nice, the bathrooms are nice, the staff is nice, the bedding is very high quality. It just feels like you're in a like a, a, a good uh, hotel. If you if you went on vacation, but you were saying, "Wow, this is a pretty good hotel." Uh, that's the the Sapphire Falls. Now the um, Cabana Bay, it's a different feel. Like, but it's more of a family feel. But you still say, "Wow, this is a big room for the price we're paying it for." I guess what I'm saying is, so, well, I guess well, Ray doesn't stay at like Waldorf so, or Four Seasons. Uh, but for me, I said, whoa, whoa, this is, and I, I do have taste, though. It's not the biggest hotel room you're, you're going to stay at, but it, it does feel like a nice hotel room. Uh, and especially if you stay, again, comparatively, it is a, it is a, a, in this situation, it's a good deal. But then when you look at these other three hotels so that, the, that you get the uh, express pass on, uh, this is when you do have to be a little bit more of a discerning shopper. Now, in my experience, usually the most expensive hotel, I think just because it's the smallest, is the Hard Rock Hotel. And Bray has never stayed there, just because it's always out of the three the most expensive. Now, the Royal Pacific and the Portofino, uh, they tend to, the Portofino does tend to be more expensive than the Royal Pacific, but not quite as expensive as, as the Hard Rock, but sometimes it will be. Uh, but there are times that the Royal Pacific and the Portofino are about the same price. And then out of the three, the Royal Pacific is generally, uh, usually the, the least expensive of the three. Now, not cheap at all, uh, but comparatively, Again, especially when you consider these uh, express passes. Gosh, your, your friend Ray feels like I'm advertising for them, but I'm not. Uh, uh, but so it is a very, it is a considerably good bargain. Again, especially if you're comparison shopping to what you might be paying, especially to my friends in the UK and Brazil, which are traveling and planning these things. I want you to know these things so I can save you some time and money. And so on my most recent trip with Scooter, this is so, like, usually you could look at the three, well, your friend Ray, twice I've done this now with Scooter, I said, okay, one time a while ago we stayed at the Portofino for one night. And that was on the same trip that the Sapphire Falls had just opened. Uh, we stayed at the Portofino and then the Sapphire Falls. Now this trip, the Royal Pacific was much better deal. And as a matter of fact, we picked a day. Uh, we planned a trip around the best price at the Royal Pacific. And we said, okay, this day of the week, it was the least, uh, and it was a very low price uh, cons comparatively. And so we planned a trip around staying at the Royal Pacific for one night. Now, I would, if I was in a position to do so, would have liked to stay more than one night. Uh, but again, Scooter's working on a budget, so and Ray's working on a budget. So we only stayed at the Royal Pacific one night and we stayed at Sapphire Falls one night. Again, we managed to get a very good rate at that hotel. And so we stayed at the Sapphire Pacific one night and then we, and the next night we stayed at the Royal uh, Hawaii, what is it called? The Sapphire Falls and Royal Pacific. And uh, why, so why is any of this important? That's why I'm, I'm getting to your tips. Uh, so we stayed at the Sapphire Falls one night, 
and then the next when you as soon as the next morning comes you, of course you have to check out of your hotel but then you could check into your your hotel at the Royal Pacific before the park opens you check your bags you check into the hotel and while you don't have access to your room you do have access to the park front of the line passes uh, so you do that, like, uh, I guess Ray's are laying out a very complicated plan here. So I'll just give you a little bit more details on me and Scooter's vacation. Uh, but but most, I don't want to talk about our travels at the park on this episode. Uh, so Scooter and I flew, and this will lead into everything, so this will work. Uh, so Scooter and I flew in a very... Uh, interesting situation. This is the first time Ray's ever done it like this, I think. Uh, though maybe that's not true. We took a true red eye. The reddest of the red eye because uh, we flew out of uh, the Bay Area in the evening and we flew to Las Vegas. And now we flew on this newer discount airline. And both of the scooter and I It went well. Now this airline, is, we won't say its name, but I've heard people saying not great things about it. And you do have to pay for everything. And so I guess looking back at it, I would have to trace out uh, in a spreadsheet to say, okay, where's our value point? Uh, but it just so happened that when Scoot and I were traveling, uh, the airfares were incredibly high. And this was really the only reasonable option, uh, but it ended up working. And what I'll say about the flight is that uh, now not all the planes are like this, because on the way back we didn't have one of these planes for one flight. Uh, but the, they have these on the newer planes, and uh, they charge you for your bags. So if you want to carry on a bag, a check bag, you have to pay, which is nothing new. Uh, but if you want anything to drink, you have to pay. And if you want anything to eat, you have to pay, which again is nothing extremely new. And in some sense, you now have a newfound appreciation for that if it's going to be reflected in value. Because one, there's less lines for the restroom. And, and you might think I'm being funny, but I'm not. I observed it very clearly. There was almost never a line because people aren't filling up on beverages. I mean, even one or two. So that's one thing, but the main thing I've loved about it is the newer planes, uh, the, now people say, oh, the seats don't go back, uh, because in order to fit more people there, the seats don't tilt back, but oh boy, you don't need it. Uh, and Scooter and I did discuss this as we were on the flight, because he said, maybe this is uh, the seats going back it offers you a, an illusion of control. And that's why people don't like it, because I don't think it makes you... We, I don't, in my opinion, moving a seat back four inches uh, does not make me any more comfortable to sleep on a plane. Uh, but I'll tell you what does. They had these very firm leather seats, and I mean firm in a good way. And then the front of the... Like, so your face, they have no electronics, so you can't charge your phone and there's no entertainment. But so the back of the seat in front of you, it doesn't have any back to it. Uh, it's just a plastic shell. And it actually gives you more room, at least in Ray's opinion, for your knees. And they have a very small tray because they're not giving out meals or drinks, really. 
uh, so it's like a tiny tray. There's no ma there's only like a couple of uh, bungee cords, so there's no magazine rack. And so in some sense, at least in this configuration of the plane, you have a little bit more space, even though, uh, like, maybe you have less, I don't, if, or you have the feeling, you have the illusion of space. And so I found it very uh, nice, and, you know, it's hard to sleep on a plane anyway. And so I don't feel like any of this detracted from that, and... Uh, so it was good. So we flew from uh, Oakland to Las Vegas on this airline. One word airline. That I give you a hint, and it's yellow. And then we flew from Las Vegas to Orlando on a strange timed flight. It was like it left at like around uh, 10 p.m. Or one, maybe no, 9 p.m. Uh, 8:30, something like that. Uh, West Coast time and then landed in Orlando at 4.30 in the morning. So that was a bit of a, a to-do. And Scooter was very stressed about that. He said, Ray, I don't think I can handle this. Uh, and he even had to talk to his therapist about it. And his therapist said, why don't you see how it goes? Uh, just see how it goes. And, and then what does Scooter do? He, 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 he's the light of... Uh, uh, he says, okay, Ray, we got off, our plane got in early, so we're supposed to get in at 5, got in at 4. And we had kind of debated what to do, because we said, well, if we get in at 5 or 5.30, yeah, then we take a, you know, a, 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 we get to go to the hotel. Maybe the, by, by an off chance they'll have a room for us at 6 or 7 in the morning. Uh, probably unlikely. And then we could go to the park, uh, the theme park, at 8 a.m., but we got in at 4.30 and Scooter said, Ray, what do we? What do you say? Now the airport was busy, but uh, not busy. It was active, but not busy. And Scooter said, Ray, look over here. There's like an empty, entire empty waiting area. Why don't we just go back to sleep uh, in the airport? And I said, Scooter, you're right. Uh, now I don't know if either one of us really slept, but we lied there side by side. Uh, and I think, I don't know if he, I know I slept a little bit, uh, but we just lied down in, in a couple of chairs. And we rested there for like about an hour and a half. Uh, and then we got something, a little bit of a snack and some coffees. And then about 6.30 in the morning, we headed over to Sapphire Falls. And I think by the time we got checked into Sapphire Falls, now they did not have a room, so it was Scooter's Gambit worked because uh, it wouldn't have behooved us to stay at Sapphire Falls. And then we changed our clothes in the restroom. We checked our bags at the baggage check. We had our room keys. And this was where another one of Scooter's planning went in. Uh, he said, Ray, make sure we'll bring what we're going to do is we're going to go swimming. Uh, like, because we're going to be so tired, we could always sleep at the pool. And actually, Scooter had even looked into how much would a pool cabana be just to go to bed for the day. But that was a little bit too expensive, uh, he said. But so, we checked our bags. We, we had a backpack with uh, swim trunks, uh, sunscreen, water, uh, and uh, I think that was it, maybe... Uh, yeah, so we changed and we went to the park for a little while. But, you know, we were very tired. We were, you know, we were like, uh, and then it was time to go uh, pool hopping. Like, and who would think that you'd be with your friend Scooter? 
in a theme park at about 10.30 in the morning. Scooter says, okay, let's go to the Hard Rock Hotel. No, okay. Yeah, okay, let, let me tell you. So let's go to the Hard Rock Hotel and go swimming. Now, this is another thing to know about these universal hotels. It's like if you're staying at one, you could swim at the pools at all of them. And this is, again, with Scooter and I planning, just where we click. Uh, now, it even gets better because all the universal hotels are walking distance. Uh, so you don't have to take a bus. You could walk or they have a little boat. Uh, or they do have a shuttle bus if you're going to further away ones like uh, Sapphire Falls. You could take a boat to or a bus or a shuttle, a trolley. And uh, the same with Cabana Bay, they don't have a boat, you could walk there or take a bus. Uh, but the hard, hard Rock, and I think I talked about this in an episode, you walk through this garden area along, um, you know, a human-made canal where the boats travel, and they have trees, it's all very lush. Now, yeah, it's a, it's a manufactured environment, but it's ve it's very nice. And you see people on the way to the hotel. And of course, we had Scooter's, uh, we, we had another, you know, Scooter's uh, family, his daughter with us. Uh, and so the three of us head over to Hard Rock. Uh, and we go in, we get changed. Uh, and we go to their pool. Now, oh boy, what a nice pool to start your day at. And by the time we got over there, it was 11, and there was plenty of room. You know, you go to some pools and there's not a place to lie down. Everybody's saving places. Everything's a bit of a mess. This was very well kept. Uh, and there's enough, more than enough, uh, what are those called, lounge chairs. And Scooter even said, Ray, I found a, a couple of lounge chairs in an area with shade. So we put our stuff down. And then we started swimming. Now, this layout of this place, again, it's very tropical. And the Universal Hotels are big on a beach feel, which even adds a nicer element to it. Uh, so they have a hot tub on one side, that's where we put our stuff. They had a beach volleyball court. Uh, then they had a water slide, which we'll get to in a little while. If I could remember if it was themed or what. Uh, then to the left of the water slide is like a little pool bar and restaurant. Uh, we almost had lunch there, but we did not. And then the hotel is on the far side of the pool. And this pool is shaped uh, not like, it's a pretty big pool, like shaped like a big rounded U. And so on the left side where the water slide goes in, you know, there's one of those zero entry things. There's, now there's a beach sand everywhere, not in the pool. Uh, but right up to the edge of the pool. So it's like, a, I don't know, it just gives you a nice feel. And again, there's chairs everywhere. Uh, then you get in the water. Now, the first thing you notice is like uh, the, the, the pool temperature is just right. Uh, the unique thing at that pool was that uh, underwater speakers, which makes sense for hard rock. Uh, so they're playing, you know, classic rock type music. You go underwater. And you can hear the same music underwater. A little bit tinny because you're under the water, but it, it's just fun. And the, the kids love that. And that's about it. Like there's a water play area. There's probably a couple of things for the little kids. Uh, they may have a quiet pool. I, I, we didn't find it. Uh, 
And here's a couple of other things to know that I really blew my mind. I said they have very good towels there. And most of the universal ones that we, that we found, they have sunscreen there. So if you forgot your sunscreen or you want to put on more, they have sunscreen. That's just like a customer service thing. They, Ray said, this is superior customer service. This is customer care. And they also always have a water thing with ice, ice water, lemon water, something. Which again, it goes a far way. It, what does it take, like a little time uh, to do that, those two things? It just makes you feel like uh, a little bit, you say, well, I need to stay hydrated, I need to stay screened. And uh, I don't know, it's just a nice touch. And the pool is very nice. Uh, it has plenty of areas, you know, for shallow swimming or zero entry, like sitting on your, you know, just sitting there on the zero entry or whatever it's called. Uh, but if you want to get somewhere where it's up to your neck and swim underwater, you could do that. And there's like a plenty of selection. And then they have a very good water slide. Scooter and his daughter said this was, and I, I thought, top-notch. Uh, it was close between this water slide and the other one. Uh, but I think it was built into rocks or something. And you go up a couple of, you know, flights of, uh, you go up a ramp or you go up the stairs and then there's someone up there watching things. Uh, which again, I like, it's a human element uh, to say, okay, let's go ahead, uh, we're keeping an eye on you. And I thought all the staff there was very good. Uh, it was a water slide. It really was. Uh, it, it was. Uh, it, w it was good. It had a couple of turns. A little whoop de doo, and you kind of felt like you went. It was fun. Uh, so we did that for a while, and rode the water slide, swam. Scooter tried to sleep, but he unsuccessfully did not sleep. Uh, and then eventually, he was moving towards when we would have lunch, and Scooter was like, "Well, we can have lunch here." And then we said, well, let's go to the Portofino. That's the next hotel. Uh, let's walk there. Let's get something to eat there. Also because they had, Scooter thought they had P-I-Z-Z-A there. And so then we walked there. Now, it's a bit of a walk, but again, just a nice walk. Uh, you go under bridges. The boats are going by. There's, a, there's the butterfly garden I talked about one time. I think I did a show about it, but there's a little butterfly garden shaped like a butterfly outside of the hard rock on the garden walk. Uh, there's like, uh, whatever they call it, where the bicyclist uh, can carry two people in a chair. And then we went to the Portofino. And I think the first thing we did was uh, we went to the quiet pool. Uh, and uh, that was, holy cow, talking now. This, they have the best chairs. Uh, they had a, a, a hammock there. They do have, if you in, in, if you have the means, they have a lot of cabanas. Uh, but this pool is more for a grown-ups, uh, or just no yelling or splashing. But they have a lot of lawn areas. I'm sure they hold a lot of events there. But Scooter was like, I could sleep here all day. But I said, well, you got two of us to entertain now. Uh, but very quiet, a nice pool, a uh, long rectangle. There's a restroom right there. Again, water. I don't know if they had sunscreen there, but they had it at the main pool. 
and uh, just plenty of area, plenty of area to stretch out. There was a bocce ball, and uh, like, a, I don't know, very nice, uh, so nice. Uh, and so we stayed there for a little while. We didn't, we, like, Scooter started getting tired, so I said, okay, let's go eat your lunch. Uh, then we got a little lost trying to find the place that served uh, P-I-Z-Z-A. But eventually we found that place, and it was nice, and we got, we ordered a pie, and we took it actually to the pool, which was even nicer. So we went over to the main pool, and it was a little bit busier because it was like around 12.30 now, 1 o'clock, uh, but there was still plenty of open seats, none of the saving seats all day. I mean, I'm sure people do that, but it wasn't like there was no seats uh, for nobody. And so we found some seats, we put on more screen, we ate up high, we drank water, and then they have acti activities going, like for mostly for kids. And again, it's like the beach, like they have it set up like the sand, there's different levels. So this is a Portofino main pool. And this one's also shaped, it has the zero entry, like you're walking into a lake. Uh, I think they had a kid pool somewhere. They have two hot tubs with waterfalls, which Scooter loved, because uh, the waterfalls were coming from high up. Uh, and so he would stand under there and let it hit his shoulders, and he said it was relaxing him. And they were pretty big waterfalls, and they weren't busy, so Scooter would go in them. Because if the kids are in a hot tub, Scooter won't go in there, because he says, uh, you know, he says, uh, the, the, because then he says it's polluted. And I say, how do you know? And he said, I was a kid once, Ray. So he doesn't, but so those were not busy, so he would go in them, and, and he said, oh, and I said, well, what about the kids that were in here earlier, uh, you know? Uh, and I, he said, well, the aeration of the waterfalls, purifying it from uh, the pee in the pool. And the pool, this pool is, uh, so it's, uh, you go into zero entry, then they have a little rock area in the middle where the water slide comes out. And you could swim around the rock area. Uh, the water slide also very, very good. A little bit different layout, but just as fun and fast as the water slide at the hard rock. And again, just so well supervised. That's what, it, like, Ray was, uh, like, uh, and the chairs now, nothing against the hard rock, but th these chairs had pads. Uh, so not only did we eat up pizza, we had the access to the sunscreen, and we had a little bit of a shady area with the sand. And again, it wasn't overwhelming. While this pool was much busier, it wasn't like pandemonium. Yeah, so, and, and then, oh my goodness, very busy service, uh, but like very well-trained staff. Uh, they say, oh, you see, you're eating a pizza there. If you want something to drink or you want to order any other food, or I'm here to help. And so they had a bar and a restaurant there at the pool. And then they had the sand, they had different games uh, uh, for the kids and like a DJ. And the towels, uh, much nicer towels than other uh, uh, theme park hotels. Now, I don't think, uh, uh, now, I didn't use a the restroom there. Uh, when I did, I, I went somewhere, I left. Uh, so I'm not sure if they had a restroom there. So I'd have to check with Scooter. Uh, because the quiet pool did. And the hard rock did have one nearby that you could walk to. 
in let's see what other things it ray I don't know the the waterfalls are great uh, and the tiering was great like so they had a, the beach level things then they had a second level then they have cabanas uh, that people seem to be enjoying then they had the seating at the bar and the restaurants and plenty of water you know definitely enough people looking out after everybody swimming again at the top of the water slide they have someone supervising things uh, which is something Ray and Scooter and everybody appreciates because you know kids get excited and they say I'm gonna do this my way so some places they just have like a red light and a green light and you say well who's gonna uh, make sure the kids follow the rules like at this place they have somebody say no 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 please wait your turn uh, please no running yeah, but then after we did some swimming and pizza eating, we all lied down on our chairs there. We had a nice shady spot, and it was warm, but not too hot. It was a nice week in Orlando that week, and uh, so we were able to lie down and get comfortable. We just set our chairs back, and we had plenty of room. There was just a nice, uh, you know, some pop music playing, not too loud the chatter of everybody enjoying themselves at the pool. It was all very, very relaxing. Your friend Ray, I started to lie back, and then I got up on my side, and I laid my chair flat, and I, I took a, I held one of the towels like it was a little a blanky pool, and I snuggled my shoulder in there, and I got a little bit more comfortable, and I got a nice started to think about it, the, all, all the ways to save and all the different things and the pools and the walking and, and soon I was dreaming of floating uh, down the canal there, like I, I was like that I was the boat driver and then I was driving a cloud boat uh, from theme park to theme park and uh, slowly going stop just floating in warm water. Scooter was lying under a waterfall, the water massaging his shoulders. Yeah, kids behind him were adding the letter P to the pool and giggling. 